The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Dom. Yes. I've got good news. Wonderful. The planet is saved. You look so happy. Well, how did you do it? Well, it's not me. Like, uh, you know, credit with credit's due. Uh, There's sort of scientists and um, people like that. Involved as well. This sounds very specific and detailed uh, thus far. Yeah. Well, let's get into it after this break. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, so the way it works is what we're going to do is we're going to blanket the entire Sahara Desert with solar panels. Oh, right. The whole of the Sahara desert, like the yes. entire thing, right? Yes. So, and because the whole point is pointless, useless desert. Yeah. Who fucking gives a shit? There's nothing there, from what I understand. Just but, a desert. Yeah, it's just a desert. Who cares? It's like Adelaide. Why don't we put solar panels on there? If we put solar panels across the whole of the Sahara desert, that would turn Saudi Arabia into an energy superpower, <laughs> right? Oh. Why, yeah. why would they get control of the Sahara Desert? Are they going to fund this thing, are they? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're funding the whole oh. thing. And um, they, they'll, they'll pipe it into Saudi Arabia and then presumably, I don't know, ship it or something. I don't know. You, how, yeah, how they'll, do you, use, they'll use the, the ship, energy to, to build yeah. their insane 160-kilometre-long yeah. building, presumably. And, and, oh, sorry, and it'll go out through Tunisia and Morocco as well. So well, presumably yeah. they, they lay cables, a bit like the Sun Cable thing, you know, that Mike Cannon-Brooks yeah, just yeah. bought from Twiggy Forest. Yeah, and and, and also there's, uh, there's this company uh, that's making tankers, super tanker batteries. Right? Super tanker batteries? Yeah, so they'll be able to ship their, like, mega battery power plants. Floating batteries. Yeah, and it, that's right, it's a Japanese company, mm-hmm. and it means – they can ship electrons from, you know, where they're generated, say, you know, Saudi Arabia or, or the Sahara Desert, you know, wherever it's going on, mm. or, you know, the Sun Cable place, and they can ship them up to Japan and just park them off the coast of Japan and run Japan via these super tankers. I'd love to know what fuel the tankers run on. <laughs> they run on oil. Uh, but I guess that's the kind yeah. of thing you would invent, Charles, yes. if your country had recently been utterly fucked up by a nuclear power plant. Say leaking. Yeah, no, exactly. No, and well, part of the whole reasoning is that actually, because everyone says to Japan, why don't we just cable in, yeah. you know, uh, the, the electrons? And they go, but that's because we've got so many earthquakes, the cables keep breaking. Oh. We actually need a sort of floating power station to, to sort of uh, stop, you know, the. Fact oh, that, you know, Charles, you know, you don't want any trading knows. You lay a bit of cable, you put a bit of flex in there. Yes, put a bit of flex in there. That, what are you doing, Japan? That was the problem with yeah. all the cables breaking. Just a, not enough, a little bit yeah. of flex. <laughs> yeah. Tie a knot in it for a bit of flex. Well, that's interesting. Only so a floating battery. Yeah. Charles, what happens so, if the super tanker that's a battery crashes and leaks? So instead of leaking oil, mm. it leaks 
electron. Does that then well, electrify an entire ocean and kill all the animals, <laughs> all the creatures in it? Do yeah, all the fleet fish float to the fish surface? Fish and chips, yeah. Oh, wow. That would be fun. No, no, it, actually uh, they do address that because it's sort of like a, a bomb, yeah. it's a floating bomb. I think so. But they said actually lithium batteries are really quite stable nowadays and so there'll, there'll be a whole lot of sort of anti, like mm. fire retardant stuff on board but they, they don't think it's going to be a huge problem. I mean what are the odds that um, – while conducting a nuclear mm. test, North Korea accidentally blows one of these things up. I imagine fairly high, in <laughs> fact. Now, so getting back to the Sahara Desert okay. being uh, blanketed in so no solar de- farm. I was going to check how big the Sahara Desert is so I can get a sense of yeah, the scale of this. I thing. think it's it's relatively big. I think it's it's bigger than my backyard. When, when people talk about uh, deserts, they generally cite the Sahara as a relatively big yep. one, don't they? It is the largest hot desert in the world. Uh, it's only if you don't – if you include Antarctica as a desert in the northern Arctic, which is, you know, mm. is that really a desert? If not, Sahara is the, the, uh, the, the biggest, the biggest sandy desert. So, the, so the, there's only a couple of problems that I now want to outline about this otherwise faultless problem. Th- uh, 3.6 million square kilometres, by the way. So, yep. yeah, quite large. What are the, what are the fa- It sounds too big a dream, Charles, mm. to have any flaws. I it's, can't imagine you can find any. So it will solve the energy crisis. Right. Right, for everybody. For everyone. Wow. I mean, obviously, because Saudi Arabia is going to be investing in it, you know, most of the benefits will go to Saudi Arabia. Well, so I should think. But it will, you know, like there'll be more than enough energy for everyone. On the other hand, it will rapidly increase climate change. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, that that little thing. (laughs) Okay. Because it turns out... One of the key functions of the Sahara Desert at the moment is reflecting light. So you know how, um, you know, white surfaces just yes, bounce just the bounce light, light off? back, yeah. yeah. Solar panels are dark. They are, right? to, to, but, to absorb the, the light. Yes, but they only absorb 15% of all light, right? which means that the other 85% gets dispersed as heat, right? So they, get, they heat up. And then the heat has nowhere to go, so it just it's going to heat the globe, right? And so what that's going to lead to, this is honestly true, is if, if this plan goes ahead, there apparently it will sort of supercharge cyclones throughout Vietnam, like in that whole area of Vietnam. So it'll sort of create this huge heat wave, constant heat wave, mm. that then fuels uh, cyclones, you know, several thousand kilometres away, just constantly <laughs> turning but, that whole region into sort of a storm But, Charles, cell. we won't care because we'll have very cheap Saudi air conditioners. No, exactly. It yeah. doesn't matter how yeah, hot it gets fun. outside. Yeah. And I was reading the other day, Charles, following up mm. your um, the point you've made a few times, I was surprised to read it in a, in a credible publication mm. um, saying that the way heating is going, the north of Australia will essentially be uninhabitable, as yes. will much of the world, Yes, because it will simply be too hot for human habitation. Yep. I, I hadn't heard that. Said by anybody other than you. Yeah. So I was a bit shocked to. So well, it's in, it's in the pivotal book, The Uninhabitable Earth, uh, which is a great read, by the way, if you want to be incredibly depressed for the rest of your life, um, because because and essentially, The Uninhabitable Earth was was written about 
eight years ago now, and every single prediction that it, like it's it, you know it says things like by twenty twenty, you know Australia will have these bushfires that are even more amazing than ever before, and by the mid twenty, you know, and yeah. all this stuff's happening. So, so that's one of the consequences: the cyclones in Vietnam. Yeah, from the I'm just yeah. imagining a giant solar array across the whole of like the yeah. Sahara is it? I looked at it on the map here. It's basically, the northern sort of twenty percent of the African continent. That entire thing is the Sahara Desert, pretty much, except for a few little strips where there's cities. Yes, but dare to dream, Dom. Yeah. Dare to dream. It will solve the entire world's energy problems, mm. right? And and <coughs> keep Saudi Arabia being an energy superpower. But the other the other consequence, which is not necessarily that good for global, you know, warming and stuff, is that if you put solar panels over the Sahara Desert, yes. it will stop the the wind taking the sand. And the sand in the Sahara Desert is actually incredibly nutrient-rich, apparently. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't that. Because it was until 5,000 years ago it was actually a tropical rainforest or something. So it's got all these nutrients in it. And <clears throat> normally what happens is in the Sahara Desert, like all the sand from the Sahara Desert blows across mm. into on, to Latin America and South America. Really? Into those nutrients? In, into the Amazon. And that is what fuels the nutrients in the Amazon. The reason why the Amazon rainforest exists is because of these winds blowing in from the Sahara Desert. Oh, Charles, you don't need to worry about that. Yeah, that's, no, that's not a problem. And so what scientists are saying is if we coat the Sahara Desert in, in solar panels, there will end up being, like, it will lead to a desert in the Amazon. But Charles, that's going to happen anyway. They're clearing it. There's not going to be an Amazon rainforest, so oh, don't worry yeah. about that. And we can always just, if there's a desert in the Amazon, I suppose we could just build some. Build solar, solar panels, panels yeah. but also Charles. If even if that were a problem, yes, all we do, all mm. we do is yeah. during the the three point six million square kilometers of uh, of solar panels, mm. we just put massive fans underneath to blow sand, <laughs> just driven by the solar panels. Yes, oh, that's much better. It'll work very well. Yes, uh, Charles, can I just ask? Mm. Um, given that this is a batshit insane, absolutely massive scale mm. idea, yes, is this by any chance? Uh, the brainchild of a certain MBS, Mohammed bin Salman. I think you're right. I think it's it's part of his sort of nation building. You know, like if you're going to build cities in the sky that cost uh, what, trillions, of dollars, trillions yeah. of dollars, why not also um, <clears throat> cover the entire Sahara Desert? And I note that they're not covering the bits of the desert around Saudi Arabia with panels. It's all going yeah, to be over there. It's a bit weird that I, I, I assume it's because... There's cheaper labour in Tunisia and... Oh, presumably. I was wondering what... Morocco. How MBS would um, kind of tie this in with his biggest passion. But I just imagine, Charles, any any uh, dis- disruptive journalist, you just put them on one of those solar panels, yes. that's fry. Fry yeah, in no yeah, time. Fry. It's even easier than uh, dismembering them in your embassy, I thought. <laughs> that's right. Mm. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. I'm just looking at uh, an article in The Conversation about this plan, which, you know, typical conversation just poo-poos, science. poo-poos the idea based on its... Uh, 
Oh, there's actually several articles. Oh, there's another one dating back to 2019, which asked the question, this is in the conversation, should we turn the Sahara Desert into a huge solar farm? And if you look at the summary of the article, the answer is no, we shouldn't. <laughs> God, look at this. So there's lots of there's lots of people saying that we should do. It's not just uh, Saudi Arabia. So you know, it, it, it would provide no, but look at this. Saharan solar would provide seven thousand times more electricity than is generated for Europe. Yeah, seven thousand times, far more than the world's current energy demands. Yes, I mean, couldn't we just couldn't we just build solar on a bit of it? I because Charles, I don't know about you. But my theory would be, mm. I'm not a scientist, I'm, I'm not an expert, mm. that you wouldn't need more than the world's energy demands. Like the whole total of the world's energy demands, <laughs> you wouldn't need to generate like four times more, which is an estimate I've read about yeah, this. Right. Like it was just one time the world's entire energy demands would be what you'd no, need, but, but But we would all need, no, no, but under this plan, the whole planet would heat up enormously. So oh, we'd all need air conditioning. So we'd need, okay. and we'd probably need to keep, Oh, it, all the yeah. time. Yeah, because be- then the Amazon rainforest would collapse, and that would mean there'd be more carbon, which would need, need mm. more air conditioning. You'd be living in a fridge, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, so, which would also keep the bodies that they were dismembered. So one nice of the chilly. one of the interesting stats in this particular article says that in the shade, like underneath the solar panels on the Sahara, under the shade, it would be forty five degrees mm. <laughs> under those solar Who's panels. Who's going to maintain these things? <laughs> robots, robots will. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, I uh. guess Charles, another option would be that we not. I mean, we, that would be we, another plan. We not what? We not build solar panels across the whole of the Sahara Desert. Could we just maybe maybe not do that? Um. I don't think, uh, no. Nah, you don't think MBS will go no. with that? Wouldn't windmills be not as bad? But Couldn't the have windmills, windmills kill birds. I, so I've heard that from Donald Trump yeah. and uh, Mark Latham. And yeah. also don't they affect your inner vibes or something? Like yeah. Some sort of. Yeah, because if you, if, you, if you hate the environment and you see these things going around, it makes you very angry. Donald Trump was furious that the, the Scots were going to build them off his golf course. Hmm. Yes. Which seems to me very short-sighted because what more fun game would there be in the entire world than can you hit a golf ball and hit the windmill? Well, I, sure. I, I do think that, uh, like, that's certainly what's going to happen in Australia is all our around our coast Yeah, there's going to be huge wind farms off the coast of, of yeah. basically the whole of Australia. I would have thought so. Which will be very cool. I mean, they look amazing. Have you ever driven through a giant wind farm? Yes. My, my, yes, totally. They're, they're awesome. They look stunning. I walked. I drove through the Coachella Valley not long ago, mm. uh, a couple of years ago, and, and on the way to um, Palm Springs from, from LA. It's stunning. And that's just boring desert. I mean, the only other thing they use the Coachella Valley for is annoying music festivals. So yes. really much better used to build solar there. There's nothing there. Why aren't we doing this in Australia? There's nothing in much of Australia. Why don't we put windmills in it? Have we not thought of that? Um, I mean, I, I don't. I suppose got, you could put solar panels, but, but, but windmills. What are we going to then do with all our lovely coal? But we need our. Oh, we need that's to true. We wouldn't be able to sell it. Yeah. Could we build windmills out of coal? Somehow, sort of compressing oh, it, turning yes. into carbon fibre or something, or diamond tipped. Diamond tipped. Yeah, windmills. use all the carbon, like the coal, to create diamond. What we need? Oh, you know what we need to do? What? If we log all of our old growth for- forest, we can mm. have. Wooden windmills. Yes. Which would look much prettier than the metal ones. And the way to sell MBS on this whole plan, mm. the guy who runs Saudi Arabia, 
is to point out that with windmills, yes, you can chop people up a lot easier. You can, <laughs> yes, yes. They're basically scythes. They're giant yeah. scythes. Like you don't need to. You don't need a team of killers to dismember your journalists. Mm. You just, just use windmills. It's a natural scything action. We're done. We're doing it. It's we're, done. We're going to do it. It's as good as done. Well, I'm glad we've sold because I think we've been a bit depressed on the podcast last year. We have. Yeah, yeah. But I think now I've turned the corner. We're going to solve it through bright green technologies. We're going to. I think. I think. You're wrong about the Sahara. I think we'd have to do the whole thing. That's gone, yeah. The job lot. Yeah. Uh, but the windmills, it's not going to be very hot under the windmills because they're vertical rather than horizontal like solar panels. Well, and also it gives you a breeze. And it's a fan. Yeah. That's true. There's a built-in fan. Yes. That could swirl the Sahara sands across. Yes, that's it. So you have solar panels and then you have some windmills. Yes. Okay, done. Definitely done. Yeah. Um, you're welcome, <laughs> planet Earth. And you know how we fund it? By making cool YouTube videos about all the cyclones yes. in Vietnam. Otherwise, you just, just have a constant weather channel <laughs> webcam and make all the money off that from the also, views. I think if we can get rid of the world's journalists, MBS will be willing to kick in a few bill, yeah. make that happen. Oh, yeah. He thinks big. No problem. Our guru is from Rogue, we're part of the Iconoclast Podcast Network. There you Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.